Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Tonight from here in the nation's capital where Donald Trump is set to appear before a federal judge. The new details about what will happen at the courthouse as the former president is expected to plead not guilty to charges of conspiracy and obstruction. Here are tonight's headlines. D.C. police step up security as we learn more about who the unnamed co-conspirators are in the historic indictment. In the trial of the Pittsburgh synagogue shooting, the jury has recommended the gunman who killed 11 people should be sentenced to death. The jury unanimously voted on this recommendation. No verdict can set things right or restore what was lost that morning. Breaking news, a kidnapped woman escapes from a cinder block cell. The concern tonight that she's not the only victim. He may have used several different methods to gain control of his victims, drugging their drinks and impersonating a law enforcement officer. Across the country, dozens of migrants are sleeping in the streets as cities struggle to find places for them to stay. We need help and it's it's not going to get any better. Are popular diabetes and weight loss drugs landing users in the emergency room? New lawsuit and scary alleged side effects. Pandemic era protections for L.A. renters who couldn't afford to pay are now over. And that means rent owed from March 2020 to September of 2021 needs to be paid. I'm like at my wit's end because what am I going to do? I can't live in my car. And a sight that was out of this world, the stunning pictures of last night's supermoon. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. We are now less than 24 hours away from an unprecedented moment in American history where a former president returns here to the nation's capital to make his first appearance on charges of going after the bedrock of American democracy, a peaceful transfer of power. Donald Trump is no stranger to the inside of a courthouse. This is his third indictment. These are the first charges to stem from actions Trump allegedly took while in office, all in an attempt, according to the special counsel, to remain in power. The special counsel, Jack Smith, called the January 6th attack an assault on the seat of American democracy that was fueled by lies. 
Trump's lawyers today claim the charges violate the former president's First Amendment rights. But central to the indictment are contemporaneous notes from former Vice President Mike Pence. And today he lashed out at his former boss, saying Trump was surrounded by, quote, crackpot lawyers. We have a team of coverage tonight, and CBS's Robert Costa is here to start us off. Good evening, Robert. Good evening, Nora. Ahead of Trump's arrival in Washington tomorrow, his lawyers are moving fast to build the defense. His former vice president is emerging as both a key witness and a key critic, and security officials are already on edge. Former President Donald Trump spent the morning playing golf at his club in Bedminster, New Jersey, as he and his lawyers brace for a high-stakes appearance in federal court. Charging Donald J. Trump with conspiring to defraud the United States. The sweeping indictment alleges Trump used dishonesty, fraud, and deceit to try to overturn the legitimate results of the 2020 election by organizing slates of fraudulent electors in seven states that he lost, pushing officials like the Georgia Secretary of State. Look, Brad, I got to get, I have to find 12,000 votes. And pressuring then-Vice President Mike Pence to refuse to certify the election results. Because if Mike Pence does the right thing, we win the election. Sources say Trump's lawyers plan to argue that Trump's false claims about the election were not criminal and that his efforts were driven by the advice of outside attorneys like Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani and John Eastman, among others. CBS News has learned that they are likely some of the six unindicted co-conspirators referenced in the indictment. This is the first time that political speech has been criminalized in the history of the United States. It's the first time where a current president is using the, the, the criminal process to attack a former president on policy issues. We are in a constitutional abyss right now. Former federal prosecutor Harry Littman says it's not about speech. The indictment carefully carves aside his free speech rights and the speech on the ellipse. That's not a big part of the indictment. What is a part of the indictment are agreements to do unlawful things. Meanwhile, security is being tightened at the federal courthouse in Washington. CBS's Scott McFarlane is there. The former president expected to arrive here with a Secret Service escort and a heavy police presence to enter a not guilty plea and then learn about any release conditions and restrictions in his case. Then the case shifts to federal judge Tanya Chodkin, a 2014 appointee of then President Obama. She has been strident in her denunciations of the January 6th attack. In hearings of January 6th riot defendants, she's called that day horrifying and a violent attempt to overthrow the government. Today on the campaign trail, Pence sharply criticized Trump's alleged conduct. Anyone who puts themselves over the Constitution should never be president of the United States. Others took on the justice system. And a D.C. jury would indict a ham sandwich and convict a ham sandwich if it was a Republican ham sandwich. Sources tell CBS News that Trump's rivals see the upcoming Republican debate as a chance for a breakthrough. But after long saying he would likely skip it, Trump is now considering his options. And he dined last night with Fox News executives who urged him to show up. On the very night he was indicted. Robert Costa, thank you. CBS News will have live coverage of former President Donald Trump's arraignment tomorrow afternoon. Well, the gunman responsible for killing 11 worshipers at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh in 2018 will be sentenced to death. CBS's Chanel Call reports a federal jury today unanimously recommended 50-year-old Robert Bowers be put to death for carrying out the deadliest anti-Semitic attack in American history. Finally. 
Justice has been served. Inside this Pittsburgh courthouse, victims' families, a juror, even the judge broke down in tears as Robert Bowers learned he will be given the death penalty. Anti-Semitism and hate have no place in our hearts, no place in our communities, no place in our country. The gunman killed 11 worshippers and injured seven others when he opened fire inside the Tree of Life Synagogue in October 2018. Before the attack, prosecutors argued Bowers spent years making anti-Semitic comments online. This June, he was convicted of all 63 charges against him, including federal hate crimes. Then last month, the same jury found he was eligible for capital punishment. For the final verdict in this case, I feel relief. But criminal defense attorney Joe Tamburino says final justice won't be swift. Every time someone is sentenced to death, there will be automatic appeals. So I wouldn't be surprised for a case like this to wind up in the courts for 10 years. And there is also the possibility a death sentence may never be carried out. The Biden administration put a federal moratorium on capital punishment back in 2021. Bowers, meantime, will face formal sentencing tomorrow. Nora? Chanel Call, thank you. Well, now to a deeply disturbing story out of the Pacific Northwest, where a man is accused of abducting and sexually assaulting a woman and then locking her up in a cell made of cinder blocks. As CBS's Jonathan Bigliotti reports, the FBI is searching for more potential victims in multiple states. Haunting photos of a makeshift jail cell where a woman was held captive before escaping. The woman fought for her life, beating the doors and the walls of this cell with bloodied hands. FBI officials identified the alleged attacker as 29-year-old Nagasi Zuberi, who they say was posing as an undercover police officer when the abduction occurred. He sexually assaulted, handcuffed, and shackled the woman in Seattle, driving more than seven hours across state lines to his home in Klamath Falls, Oregon. Through her perseverance, she broke free and waved down a passing motorist asking for their help to call 911. The cinder block cell was built in Zuberi's garage. Court documents revealed the victim's purse was there and her blood was found on a fence. She climbed to escape. The victim's focus, actions, and her will to survive triggered a law enforcement response that may have actually saved many other women from a similar nightmare. Those actions and the suspect's cell phone data led police to Reno, Nevada, where Zuberi was arrested. He was with his wife and child. We believe there may be more victims. The FBI has linked Zuberi to at least four other assaults and says there could be more. He has lived in 10 states in less than seven years under different names, Nora. Jonathan Vigliotti, thank you. Well, back here in Washington, there was a scare on Capitol Hill this afternoon after reports of a possible active shooter. Staffers were ordered to shelter in place across all three Senate office buildings. Nearly 200 Capitol Police officers conducted a floor-to-floor and room-by-room search of all three buildings and found nothing. It all started with a single 911 call, and police suspect it was a hoax. Tonight, the migrant crisis in New York City is nearing a breaking point, with shelters at capacity and asylum seekers now being forced to sleep on the streets. CBS's Meg Oliver reports city officials are asking the federal government to step in to help. 
Midtown Manhattan, it's a scene of human misery. Asylum seekers sleeping on sidewalks outside of the Roosevelt Hotel. 36-year-old Adrian Daniel Jose is among dozens of people waiting to get services, leaving his wife and three kids in Venezuela. Your glasses broke. That's when you were robbed in Mexico. And so tape is holding your glasses together, and you've arrived here in America with the clothes on your back. From this moment on, it's downhill. Uh, there is no more room. To reduce the chaos, Adams and the mayors of Chicago and Denver are asking the Biden administration to expedite work permits for migrants. There has been no comprehensive response yet from the federal government or the states that have the ability to provide the help that is desperately needed. Thousands have been buzzed from Texas to cities across the country, part of Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott's controversial Operation Lone Star. In noon tonight, Texas DPS confirms troopers have begun detaining some fathers traveling with their families on trespassing charges, while children and their mothers are turned over to U.S. Border Patrol. The move is reminiscent of the Trump administration policy that separated some families for years. Back in New York City, Natalia and Maxim Sabatina from Russia are seeking political asylum. Have you slept? No, I can't sleep in this situation. I can't. It's not safe for me, for him. To cut down on illegal border crossings, the Biden administration barred asylum claims from those who don't first seek refuge in other countries. But a district judge ruled against it. Unless a higher court intervenes, officials will need to stop that policy starting next week. Nora. Meg Oliver, thank you. Now to flash flooding concerns. Missouri and Illinois are under a flood watch. Thunderstorms could drop more than a half a foot of rain in a matter of hours tonight. And there are heat alerts to tell you about, impacting more than 75 million Americans across the Gulf Coast. Texas is still broiling, with new record highs expected tomorrow in San Antonio, Corpus Christi, and further east in New Orleans. The rising popularity and rising prices for weight loss drugs is pushing many employers to drop insurance coverage in order to cut costs. Now, the makers of two of the most popular weight loss and diabetes drugs are facing a major lawsuit over claims about potential side effects. CBS's Janet Shimlian has the details. They've been game changers in the world of weight loss. The drugs Ozempic and Mountjaro delivering big results, generally without dangerous side effects. But a lawsuit filed today against manufacturers Novo Nordisk and Eli Lilly claims otherwise, saying the drugs can cause stomach paralysis, something they claim happened to their client, a 44-year-old Louisiana woman who took the drugs for type 2 diabetes and weight loss. Her problems have been so severe that she's been to the emergency room multiple times, including last weekend. She's actually even uh, thrown up so violently that she's lost teeth. Stomach paralysis can be a side effect of diabetes, which the drugs are commonly prescribed for. Rhea Hand, who is not involved in the lawsuit, has had similar issues with Ozempic. The stomach pain was just unbearable and I just couldn't keep anything down. I would ha- I would drink something and Within minutes, like five, ten minutes later, I would be throwing it right up. More than 40 percent of Americans are obese and demand for the medications has soared. They aren't cheap. A one month supply can cost more than thirteen hundred dollars. But now the University of Texas system says it will end insurance coverage for the FDA approved weight loss drugs Wagovi and Sexenda in September. Other employers are increasing the copay amount. Some consider the moves a setback 
as obesity has only recently been treated as a disease by many health plans instead of a lifestyle choice. The drugs are labeled with side effects. Most commonly, that's nausea, constipation, and stomach pain. CBS News did reach out to the drug companies. Eli Lilly telling us that patient safety is a top priority. Novo Nordovitis saying that its drugs are safe, that it constantly monitors them, and that it was unaware of the suit. Janet Chamlian, thank you very much. The U.S. for the first time in 12 years has had its credit rating downgraded. The credit rating agency Fitch has cut the U.S. from its longstanding AAA rating to AA plus, citing growing government debt and political instability highlighted by the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Well, that triggered Wall Street's worst day in months, with the Dow dropping 1 percent, the S&P falling 1.4 percent and the Nasdaq sinking more than 2 percent. Officials in Los Angeles fear a wave of evictions and a rise in the homeless population. The concern comes after the deadline for renters to pay back rent missed during the pandemic has come and gone. CBS's Mark Strassman has more in-depth reporting on how L.A. is not alone with this pending crisis. This is a three-day eviction notice. Susie Rosman's rattled by reality. The bill always comes due. How much do you owe in back rent? 9000 can you pay that back? As slowly, but not how they want it. So, no. Rosman got breast cancer, lost her teaching job, fell behind eight months on her rent. Just in Los Angeles, thousands of tenants had rent waived during the first 19 months of the pandemic. Many owe a small fortune. L.A.'s typical rent, nearly $3,000 a month, a 75% jump since the pandemic began. And the eviction moratorium on back rent has expired. Good afternoon, Legal Aid Foundation. At the Legal Aid Foundation of Los Angeles, calls for help can wait three hours. It's very hard for folks who are barely making it. How would you describe the mood on the other end of the phone? It's all coming due on like a balloon payment. It's frightening, terrifying for most of them. In L.A. County alone, roughly 75,000 people have no permanent housing roughly the population of Scranton, Pennsylvania. We are very concerned about the fact that many more people could fall into homelessness. At least nine states have varying eviction protections in place, breathing room to help renters keep their homes. But unsettled rent bills are unsettling. I'm like at my wit's end because what am I going to do? I can't live in my car. Another issue is getting federal rent assistance to people who need it. For example, $46 billion was approved, only $3 billion has gone out, and Nora, the eviction clock is ticking. People need help. Mark Strassman, thank you so much. The 86-year-old Pope opens World Youth Day. What he said about the church's sexual abuse scandal, that's next. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going, and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. 
That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Pope Francis arrived in Portugal today for the opening of the first World Youth Day Catholic Festival since the COVID pandemic. The Pope blasted Portugal's clergy over an investigation that found more than 4,800 boys and girls may have been sexually abused by clergy members there since 1950. About a million young people are expected to attend World Youth Day events this week. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau stunned his nation today. He and Sophie Gregoire will remain close and for the well-being of their three children asked for privacy. The prime minister's office says the family will be going on vacation next week. Trudeau, now 51, has been in office since 2015. An August supermoon puts on a breathtaking show. We've got the out-of-this-world views next The first of two supermoons this month put on a spectacular show from New York City to Athens, Greece and Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. The moon appeared bigger and brighter because the full moon occurred when the moon is closest to the Earth. The next supermoon, mark your calendar, August 30th. It's called a blue moon when it occurs for the second time in the same month. Taylor Swift knows all too well how important her tour crew is and how she thanked them a million ways next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Finally tonight, it's been anything but a cruel summer for the crew working on Taylor Swift's Eras Tour. The Grammy Award winner reportedly gave $55 million in bonuses to her hardworking staff, which includes dancers, sound engineers, and truck drivers. Before it's over, the Eras Tour is expected to become the first in history to gross more than $1 billion. And that's a good way to say goodnight on the CBS Evening News. I have to see you tomorrow. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. 
Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts.